Hello world, I'm Jared Cunningham. This is the Freelance Forum Autumn 2022 podcast series. Over the years, the Freelance Forum has been made possible by support from the National Union of Journalists and the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. You can download the Freelance Forum podcast from Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast and all good podcatcher apps and on SoundCloud. This is episode number 52 on the uh, topic of uh, publishing, self-publishing and publishing on Kindle with Kieran Fagan. Kieran, welcome along. Thank you, Jared. I'm just going to start as I usually do with a broad question just to get going. Uh, Could you just tell me a little bit about yourself, how you moved into journalism and and later into uh, publishing books? Well, uh, I've been a freelance journalist since the... uh, 1970s um i am and i worked for newspapers uh, as a mainly as a sub-editor sometimes on the on the news desk um i did that for the irish independent and the irish times principally in t- uh, 2001 um i was 57, I took a redundancy package and I decided to strike out on my own, initially in public relations. And um, when that wasn't a success, I went back to journalism. (laughs) And um, uh, placing freelance pieces nowadays, as most listeners will know, is very difficult. And I decided to try something longer. So a few years ago, I wrote a true crime um, a book about um, a murder in Tipperary in the 1940s. That had a moderate success. And so um, three or four years ago, I decided to have a go at another true crime novel. Now, my first novel isn't the word, true crime book. Um, my first book was published by um, by Collins Press in Cork. But they were absorbed by um, another publisher, Gill, and uh, in the meantime, and Gill was not interested in the book I was writing. And so I looked for another publisher, didn't get one. And I had a book which I thought I had some information in, in it that should be put in the public domain. And um, I just decided to publish it myself on Kindle. Um, I'm not really an expert on publishing um, on Kindle or on Amazon, but I've done it it once and I know a bit about it. Um, And hence I'm I'm talking to you about it today. Could you just talk me through what is the process of of publishing on Kindle? Well, um, it's it. I should have said publishing on Amazon, which includes Kindle. Um, what you do is you produce a finished book, formatted, all laid out and formatted, and you for and you formatted for paper for um print and formatted for Kindle, which is the electronic version, and you hand that over to um to Amazon and they put it up on their site. They don't charge you anything for it. They make it available. Now you've got to come to an arrangement about how much you want to, to be paid for it um, and so on. But you the you do all the preparation and all the preparation can be quite, it's, it's doable, 
but it can be time-consuming. So you've got to get your own ISBN number. You've got to um, you've got to have the book laid out. Um, you'd better get it proofread by somebody, or 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 you'd be in trouble. And in my case, I needed an index. Though strictly speaking, you don't need an index for a Kindle version, but you certainly do for a print version. And all the I went through all these steps. No, no, the things that a, a publisher would normally do for you, and then you've got to market it. So it's a it's a continuing process. Okay. Uh, do you have much of an insight on how do they two, how do the two work uh, compared to each other? Traditional versus Kindle on the economic side, and I suppose the profitability side as well. Well, the. There are, my, my choice was between, I, I had a book which no commercial publisher was interested in, and my choice was just leave it there, do nothing with it, or put it out on Amazon. And so I chose to put it out on Amazon. The economics are quite different. If I'd gone to a, um, if I'd got a mainstream publisher to take it, I would probably have got an advance against uh, royalties. Um, I wouldn't have had to distribute it. Um, uh, I wouldn't have to send it out to bookshops or anything like that. Um, um, and uh, the publisher would have done some marketing on it. I've got to, uh, when you publish on Amazon, you've got to do all that stuff yourself. And and in terms of logistics, my book is only available in one bookshop in Northern Ireland. I mean, one bookshop, and that happens to be in Northern Ireland for reasons I'll explain. Um, but uh, it does unless you can persuade bookshops to physically take copies of your book, it's not going to appear in bookshops. And that's that's a big, big problem. And you you lose a lot of potential sales that way. Um, the bookshops don't want to handle stuff that doesn't come through their recognized channel of a wholesaler who delivers on so many days of the month, who collects unsold copies, who invoices in a certain way. Um, you're a complete outlier and that makes it difficult. I wouldn't recommend it to, I, I, I don't know that I'd recommend it. It's something I've done and I'm not sorry I did, but I'm not sure that I would recommend it to, to anybody except a, a specialist where you have a specialist market. In my case, my book is about a murder in 1952 in White Abbey, County Antrim. And all my potential buyers are in County Antrim. And they're probably along the coastal strip on the north shore of, of Belfast Lock. So my market is is very clearly defined. And I've got and as I say, one bookshop, the hidden bookshop in Carrick Fergus, is now stocking it for me. But nobody else would. Presumably, as a result of that, you had a very small print run. The print run, I I buy, I get Amazon to print batches of twenty for me, and that's the most I've a batch of twenty is as much as I get printed. Um, 
the normal um, sale is made by somebody going to the Amazon website, putting into the search engine the name of my book, which is Who, Who Killed Patricia Curran, or my name, Kieran Fagan, and finding it on offer, clicking on the um, Buy Now tab and um, making a choice between whether they want the paperback version, there's only a paperback at the moment, and the um, Kindle version, the electronic version. If they click on the paperback version, it, it's printed on demand by Amazon, by Amazon, one of Amazon's suppliers. So I, I'm assuming that if somebody in the, the United States clicks on, on to buy a print copy, it will be printed locally in somewhere in their part of the United States. So far as I know, the copies that are sold in the UK and Ireland are printed on demand in in the north of England, but I'm not certain of that. How do how do sales compare between uh, the uh, the Kindle version, the uh, the the online the ebook and the physical books? Are are you seeing good sales on 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 the online book as well? I'm not saying good sales on anything, but um the the Kindle version is priced at four pounds sterling. The um the paperback is priced at thirteen pounds sterling. I think in retrospect i priced them a bit too high but to answer your question the kindle is way outselling the paperback the paperback is being bought by i think by older readers people who are around are are their parents spoke about this murder they're they're interested in having a book in their hand what younger readers there are are buying it on Kindle, and they can they can read it when download it in a few in a few seconds, read it as they wish. Um, I find as a reader, it's a very good way of dealing with of of getting my hands on books that I don't need, I don't want to keep. I want to read them. I want to have read them, but I don't need to keep. But the Kindle is this is the so far has been the big seller. Just to give you an example, who who um my book on Harry Gleason was launched in April 2015 and almost immediately was twice reprinted. And I think it sold six thousand copies. And um, mostly in the year in the year of publication. It's um three months now since um, Who Killed Patricia Curran was published and I've sold about 250 copies. It's not It's not in the same league, I'm afraid. Is that down to, it's hard, I suppose, to say, say what the different factors would be. I mean, Harry Gleason presumably had 6,000 physical copies in bookstores all over Ireland, in, whereas, as you say, the, uh, the Patricia Curran book is physically in one shop in Northern Ireland. Yeah, that that has a lot to do with it. Now, Harry, the there, there was a camp. What helped with the Harry Gleason book was that the, in parallel, there was a, and I had nothing to do with this. There was a, a group of people in South Tipperary campaigning for a pardon for Harry Gleason, and as luck would have it, they achieved their pardon as uh, around about the same time as my book came out. So there was a 
great deal of luck there. But so that was an inflated sale. Um, mine now is a fairly depressed sale. It's selling it at the moment. It's selling about ten or twelve copies a week. Um, I, if that if it stays that way, then I will probably get most of the money that I paid uh, to have it published on Kindle because I didn't, although it wasn't paying Amazon, I, I was paying various other people. I had to pay to have it formatted and laid out. I had to pay to have it indexed. And there was a certain amount of I'm uh, typing of interviews that I carried out and when researching it, that I got typed by a commercial typist, um, all of which were very good. All, all of those services were carried out very well. But I need to get I need to get about 2000 euros back to cover those sort of costs uh, before I make I show any return on my three years of work researching this book. And on those kind of numbers, you're not really going to make a living uh, doing this. Uh, this may be a way to publish books that you think are important and should be seen, but uh, otherwise aren't going to ever make it into the light of day. But without either support in marketing from a traditional publisher or a fairly comprehensive marketing plan of your own to get the word out, it's not really going to be something that a freelance journalist or writer could rely on. That that's true, but I I I think it should be seen, and I I I think a wider look is called for. In my case, I had I I do ghost writing for my bread and butter, as it were, writing books for other people and um, so with that this isn't the whole of my offering if you like um i had a book um a book that i believed in that i thought that the information in it should be in the public domain it was a very tragic case a young woman was killed savagely killed stabbed 37 times times to death but stabbed 37 times and any uh, and and uh, she was nineteen years of age. Um, a, a young man of virtually the same age was um, he pretty well had a confession beaten out of him, and, um, and so he was found guilty but insane. And um, the I I believe that I've got the truth of the matter all between two covers in a book which runs to um i'll just tell you now 268 pages i think i have i I'm not just think i know i have the truth of, of the matter all in one place and i believed in this um and i wanted to have it have it out there um if people aren't that interested well they're not that interested but i've i've done my bit I feel and um and and it it's also part of when people hire me for other jobs they know that I'm not just sitting there waiting for work to come in that I'm capable of generating my own work and putting my resources behind it so I I see it as part of an overall package that is me working as a as a working journalist as a working freelance 
writer. If you were doing um, another book on Kindle, what would you do differently next time? Well, I I think I wouldn't. I I I'd go at it a bit differently. Um, I am contemplating. I don't want to say too much about it. I'm contemplating writing a book about a a well known criminal of the past, and I think I would go at it. I wouldn't do as much academic sort of research. I would I would write it in a more popular way. With with the previous two I mentioned, I had a case to prove. In I so I'd write it in a lighter, more more featurey way. I'd probably spend more time on illustrating it, and I on getting illustrations for it, and I would. I, I I go on the side of forgive me for the cliche, but going going a bit more cheap and cheerful, um, so that people could have I could offer them an instant book on an interesting criminal who had a very interest I think a very interesting life and was far from being um, a bad person. He he was a bad person, but he was a lot else as well. So I'd I'd, I'd tackle my subject matter in a different way, and I would hope that I, to have if I do go ahead with this, I'd next year. Um, I'd hope to have it out near enough to the end of the year. So um, craft adapting the product towards a maybe even a shorter book. Um, a more um, general market, I think it could be done. I, I'm probably burdened the um, Amazon with um, a book that was a bit too technical for um, for most readers' liking. I'm actually intrigued now who you think that you're going to write about. Um, on the timing, apparently the time for to hit uh, bookshelves in the Christmas market is actually... Uh, you need to be in there by October. <laughs> I, 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 yes, um, I, I think that's that, that's that's the conventional wisdom, and I think it uh, certainly applies to books that um, appear in bookshops. I'm not certain that that applies anymore. I'm not. I, I, I mean, I'm going to take as long as I need. If I write this book, I'll take as long as I need. I'm just saying I won't take as long as I did on previous books, and I've nothing against popular books. Would you still go with uh, for for the next book? Would you still be thinking in terms of doing uh, print copies as well, or would it be just an online uh, ebook? Um, I I think I'd stick with the. I mean this this way this way works. I think this way works. The the um, I I think an ebook is a good way of getting a book, particularly to Irish people. In uh, in far off places, um, so I I I'm, I think there are possibilities in ebooks that haven't been fully um, haven't been fully exp- explored. A, a colleague of mine, I won't mention his name because I haven't checked with him, but he wrote a number of um, uh, thrillers about twenty twenty five years ago, and he has reissued them all now. That the publisher. Um, they went out of public out of print. The publisher gave him back the copyright, and or he took it back, and he's published them now on 
Amazon on Kindle. And um, he's selling them. He put he puts a few ads on um, various places, and um, he's selling copies in 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 small small enough numbers, but it gets a steady enough um, a few dollars from the American market. Um, I think there are possibilities for writers. Only you've got, got to think past the, 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 the bookshop and think of the big wide world out there. I, in that sense, Amazon has done us, us writers a favor. Um, not many people agree with that, but I, I think it has because, because somebody in, in Uzbekistan, if they've got, um, if they've got broadband, they can download um, Who Killed Patricia Curran, should they want to read it. Just thinking actually on the, on the logistics again, you, you mentioned that you paid sort of typists. Uh, did you pay for anything in terms of uh, cover design or would you in future or was it a case of take a photograph and, and mock it up yourself? I know that Kindle has some default. It, it offers you sort of several suggestions for a, a cover, although you don't have to accept those. Well, to get the book, I'll answer you this way. To get the book formatted, as I mentioned, it has to be in two formats, the print format and the Kindle format. You, you essentially have to go to somebody who does that. I went to an American crowd called word hyphen to hyphen Kindle dot com and they formatted the whole the whole thing for me and that included um a cover now um i i had a very clear idea of how the cover how i wanted the cover to look i think because i wanted it to look like um the cover of um the framing of harry gleason and i had asked the um designer of that cover of, of the first cover of the first book, if he'd do the second, and he said, no, he'd retired. So I just told these Americans to base their cover on, on the pre on the cover of the previous book and go on similar lines. And they came up with, I think, a very workable cover. And they, they, they were very good. I sent off stuff to them. They came back with queries. Um, I'd answer the query because of the time difference. I'd get the query in the morning. I'd reply in the afternoon and they would act on it the, fo the following um, day. So I'd, I'd have the, the, the um, formatted um, material the following day. That worked very well. That was $600. And my uh, index was done by a woman called Eileen O'Neill, who is a well-known indexer in Ireland. And she's very good. And uh, she was, I say she was very good because she spotted a few things that I had missed. Um, you're going to have to pay for somebody, or you're going to have to, I say pay somebody to um, proofread your book. Um, I um I got got somebody to do it on on a, a, a sort of barter basis. Uh, he proofread my book, and I did some stuff for him. But um, you, you you can I don't. I think it's very be very stupid to allow an unproof somebody a book out that hadn't been looked at by a 
proofreader of of some experience and standing. Um, and the, with that with my uh, typing costs and so on, and various other bits and pieces, it was about 200 euros for um, uh, uh, ISBN numbers, which are essential for cataloging books. That it all mounted up to, in the end, about to 2,000 euros. And that's what, what I'm looking to get back. Um, in terms of... Um, in terms of royalties, um, it doesn't seem to make an awful lot of difference as between Kindle and a, a paperback copy. I get about two euros per copy, whether it's Kindle or whether it's um, our, our, our um, paperback sale. And um, so you can see I have a way to go to get me 2,000 euros back. But it's it's coming in in drips and drops, and I I I may have to do a bit of advertising, a bit more promotion. The promotion I've done, it tends to be focused in County Antrim. <clears throat> Local papers have been very good to me, um, very good. Belfast papers have been very good to me. Um, one Dublin newspaper, the Irish Times, took um, it, it gave it some space. But I've not I've not been able to get a review anywhere. I'd like to see it reviewed. I'm, I know it's not perfect, but I'd like to see see an assessment of it. <clears throat> there has been none, and that's a matter of some disappointment. But um, uh, freelance writers and disappointment are well acquainted with each other. <laughs> Actually, in terms of promotion, have you uh, engaged? There's sort of a, a true crime industry, I suppose, popping up over the last few years uh, on uh, on podcasts. Uh, ever since Serial drove sort of podcasting into the mainstream, have you been interviewed on any podcasts or had any reviews on 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 true crime podcasts, anything like that? Or is that just an area that you didn't really look at? I I, look, I looked at it, Jared. I wasn't terribly. Um... I wasn't terribly impressed by what I saw. There was a kind of um, in. There was a kind of luridness that um, the more blood and gore, um, the better. Uh, in in the those that I looked at, maybe I my search was not um, was not focused enough. I haven't given up on that. But um, I, um, I haven't done much on that. Um, I did in this case, the local stuff is what counts. If I could get um, if I could get a bookshop in Antrim town to take my book, I'd probably do a lot. Probably do a lot better. <coughs> Excuse me. Probably more than true crime podcasts. It might be worth looking at just finding book podcasts. Uh, that might be a more fruitful option, but anyway, that's another day's work. Uh, do you have like a uh, a website or anything like that that I can point people to that we can put in the show notes for this, or do they just Google who killed Patricia Curran and they land on your Amazon page? I don't have a website. I'm I'm contemplating having one, but I wanted to get over this 
this phase of marketing and um and reassess i think i probably i don't have a, a website google are um who killed patricia Curran? there's a question mark in it i can put a link in the uh, podcast note as well so anyone listening to us can can click on that and it'll bring them to your to the amazon page okay kieran thanks for talking to me and uh best of luck with uh, continued sales and and with the next project as well i hope it all goes well thank you jared Okay, thank you, Kieran Fagan, for talking to me and to everyone else listening. Stay safe and take care. This has been the Freelance Forum podcast with Jared Cunningham. The forum is brought to you by the Dublin Freelance Branch of the National Union of Journalists and made possible by network funding from the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland Sectoral Learning and Development Programme. Music from podsummit.com is released under a Creative Commons Zero License into the public domain. And this is the final Freelance Forum podcast of 2022, but we will be back again early in the new year. So I will talk to you again in 2023. I'm Jared Cunningham. Thanks for listening. Take care and stay safe.